Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, yo! Oh, hey, yo! Uh, welcome to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. It is I, Alex McCarthy, with the good brother, the best brother himself, SB3, stepping in on a Friday night. That's right. It's Friday Night Insight. We're going back to the old school tonight with one of the regular co-hosts, SB3 in the chair. We're going to talk Brock Lesnar. His plans are changing. Speaking of plans that have changed, Elias, did he ever have any plans? This is what we're going to dive into shortly because the resurrection of Elias might be taking a while longer than we thought. And of course... It's Friday night. We want you to ask questions. So, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. That, if you want to get your ultra chat in or in the live chat, give us a cue. I have to do that the other way around, I think. A cue. At, there you go. No, other way. Anyway, it's hard, man. Anyway, uh, give us a cue in the live chat and we will answer whatever you like. Any part of the show, give it to us. And the d- 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 daily boys are going to get it rolling. So stay strapped here on Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Hey, hey, it's Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Welcome back. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Help this channel grow. Help us blossom. Like, you know, we're coming out of NXT and we need some legs to stand on. Help us. Uh, don't don't feed us the Vince McMahon booking of this world. SB3, how are you, my brother, brother? I am doing great. Got to fulfill my weekly, uh, you know, uh, you know, allowment of Alex McCarthy by my side. I wasn't here with him on Wednesday. I had to hold things down. By the way, I want to say thank you to everyone who put nice comments about me being alone and to everyone else who didn't like it. You know, it is what it is. But... <laughs> I am here. here. The OG Daily Boys on a Friday. Talk about some Brock Lesnar. Talk about the week that was. And talk to all of the good eggs out there. Well, speaking of which, what are you doing for True Heat this week, man? What you got on the on the menu? True Hill Heat, we go live tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, 4.05 p.m. UK. And we're gonna have We're going to have Steven Jensen of Fightful uh, Wrestling on with us. We're going to be talking about uh, all the contracts expiring in WWE, as well as preview and predictions for NXT War Games. So it'll be myself, Miss Chrissy Love, and special guest Steven Jensen. So check it out. Hey, listen, we're coming in hot with the questions. 
Steph did not do a Juicy Lucy, which I've now learned is a cheeseburger that has cheese from the inside. SB3, did you? No, I was unable <laughs> to do a Juicy, to, to have a Juicy Lucy or do a Juicy Lucy. I was like, I'm Todd Avenel, where the hell were you? Yeah. I, was in, I was in uh, Minneapolis for two days. You know, I went to Max Caster's concert and stuff. Where were you, Uptown Avondale? Where, come on, come on. Is a is a juicy Lucy? I was I was likening it to a hand grenade in New Orleans, right? Is it like a I don't know, like a Philly cheesesteak? Is that what we're talking about here? It sounds kind of like that. Where you said, well, no, I mean, like, 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 is it? You know, you know what I'm saying? Is it like the 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 town's kind of famous food? Is, this, I, is that I, what I'm saying? I would guess so. Um, I, I've had a Philly cheesesteak. It's nothing like it. Tony Luke's is my suggestion to anyone that hasn't been to Philadelphia. Tony Luke's, just a couple of blocks away from the old ECW arena. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Check it out. Yeah, we were saying this yesterday. Um, I had Grimaldi's pizza. So, actually, Alex, um, or Queen of the Ring, to the rest of you, promised SP3 and I pizza, right? We were promised New York pizza after Survivor Series, but she dipped. We couldn't get hold of her. There was no pizza to be had. And before I left the city, I was like, you know what? I need the best pizza in New York. Like, where can I get it? And several people had said Grimaldi's. Uh, I think it's Grimaldi's. Is what it's so called. you went to the one over by the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge. Bridge. I did, yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. See, you why you don't why you don't say this stuff to me though? I've told you all my previous, I did tell you I, I literally, hey! I literally hey! was in, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a pull about the curtain. I literally was in this man's hotel room and gave him my job history and told him I used to be a New York City tour guide. I used to work on a boat that went by the Brooklyn Bridge. I would have told him if the line is too long at Grimaldi's, you go down to Juliana's, is right down the block, is by the same owners and the same pizza. See, I got those little Little nuggets, those little nuggets I, of facts I, that I, you need in New York. I, I'm mad at this man right now. Listen, <laughs> you had your chance. You had your chance. We came out of my hotel room. What did you do? Grimaldi's is way too far from What you. did you do? You just, you, you're Googling. You walked, uh, oh, I think this is pizza. And then, by luck or credit, we ended up in Junior's, right? Which, to be fair, the cheesecake there and the chicken was. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. I was. But, I, I was jealous that you got the chicken. Like I, I just oh, chose. Man, I just good. chose on get, getting a cheesecake to go. That's all I had to do. I which, like, which, what? That's that's a smart decision. <laughs> I mean, the, did you share that with the missus? Of course, I have to. Nah, have to. There it is. There it is. Then. <laughs> you were the winner. I'm going back to my hotel room now. Anyway. Titular news, guys, you've hung around long enough. Let's jump into that before we answer some more questions at the back end of the show. SB3, tell the people what's going on with Brock Lesnar. So big old Brock will be on SmackDown tonight uh, on mm. Fox. And the current storyline, as I uh, will play out, was supposed to. It was uh, last week's show. His suspension was, of course, lifted. So that means that's the reason why he's going to be on tonight's show. But uh, that wasn't the original plan. If you remember a couple of weeks back, there was advertisements for the Staples Center in Los Angeles, where SmackDown is yep. going to be next Friday, that Brock Lesnar was going to show up as a ticketed fan 
because he was going to still be under suspension. He was going to be in the crowd to kind of get in the head of Roman Reigns and the bloodline. The idea with that would have been that Brock, you know, would have been still suspended, had to buy a ticket. But Wrestling Observer reports that he is still uh, set to appear on next week's show on top of this week's show. So this is like this is like Groundhog Day. We're going to see Brock Lesnar back to back. Hey, hey, he's getting paid for appearance. All about the money. And uh, yeah, so see, he is going to be on both shows, but they changed the plans uh, as well as basically him being the still on suspension and being a fan. That's the, the thing that's changed the most about his return plans. But I don't know if this means if we're going to get the Brock and Roman rematch sooner than people have thought. Maybe we get it at Raw Rumble instead day of one. WrestleMania. Day one possibility. But it's very interesting that he's coming back already because uh, what he was suspended about a month ago, pretty much. So, mm. you know, like it's it's here. White meat, baby face, Brock Lesnar. I I like it. By the way, it works yes. for me. Um, it's interesting though, because to to fit these shows in, it's like they're ramping up, and of course, day one is only what like four weeks away yeah. at this point. Four weeks Sunday, I think. I don't know. Yes, four weeks um, Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, so one would think stacking up his appearances before that are leading to that. And um, I'd be, you know, I'm surprised WWE putting so much into, I always hate this terminology, but it's not one of the big pay-per-views, is it, right? Like having Brock Lesnar, you assume you're going to go bang, bang, bang. What do you do with Roman then heading towards WrestleMania at the Royal Rumble? And the same question applies to Brock Lesnar. Like if if you're not going to marry them together, which I presumed you would for, for WrestleMania, then I'm, yeah, there are options, right? There are options. But for Roman, not so many. Once he gets past Brock, who really is there to have that big staple WrestleMania match? The only one that springs to my mind is Seth Rollins. I assume you flip Seth at some point because he is kind of popular over. He's, yeah. he's, in that, he's in that heel space at the moment where people would dig him, right? He's like turning he, into he, a cool heel. He is, he is. Um, I feel like all of that kind of uh, go-away-ness that he had um, when he first flipped has kind of gone now. Um, yeah. and, and, pe- and people are like, yeah, you know what? This guy's great again because he is great inside the ropes. So uh, Drew McIntyre is someone as well who is bubbling away in the background. And, uh, I, you know, WWE might call it the... It would be the second meeting at WrestleMania, but the trilogy matchup because of uh, the Survivor Series one as well. Um, even though Roman's won both, so but still, I know WWE. We've heard this from Triple H before. They think McIntyre and Roman is a big matchup, and it is. But I don't know if you go through Lesnar to get to McIntyre. Seems a bit, I don't know, counterintuitive to me. And it sounds, it sounds freaking oblivious because this is the same company that thought Edge and Roman Reigns wasn't big enough. To the point that the third guy that you threw in there still questions him being inserted into there. So Mm. if you're telling me you didn't think Edge and Roman was a big enough matchup, Edge coming back from injury, almost being out a year, coming back, having his his big return match for the world title for the first time since 10 years ago at WrestleMania that he lost, he had to relinquish the title. And he won the Rumble. 
anyone to rumble, and you're telling me that's not big enough, but Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is supposed to be big enough? That's why I think Drew and Roman is the Raw Rumble match, and that they probably, in the next two weeks, they should set up a storyline, which is like, Roman's not going to give Brock another opportunity at the title, so his way to get it is through the Raw Rumble. That's a good shout. Uh, I could see them taking Brock to... Because, you know, Roman's going to be like, I smashed him. You know, I don't, he doesn't need to face him again, right? He's, he, yeah. he, beat, he beat him, quote-unquote, in Saudi. Um, I don't see them running through that match, if possible. But the thing with babyface momentum, it, I think it's harder for someone like Lesnar when you're away, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how much he plans to be around between now and Mania, but um, there, I guess there's also a section of the fans like, ah, Lesnar and Reigns again? Like at Mania, be the third time, lest we forget. I know the triple threat turned into, and I mean, that's the other thing. Seth Rollins is actually on Raw now. So, again, really, you'd have to have him win the Rumble to get him back to Reigns. Yeah. Do you need to do that? Do you want to do that? And then what do you do with what you've got left? Who, who, what's a massive feud for Big E? Edge, AJ, these, these are guys that you would hopefully partner with Biggie to make a big program, but there's nothing at the moment where I'm like, that's it. That's the destination. That's where you got to go. Um, I don't know. Just the, 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 the star power aspect of WrestleMania. I'm not, it's not obvious to me at the moment. The other way you could do that though, is Brock Lesnar and Biggie. That would be fresh. Good. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like it. Uh, I, I, suspect Goldberg might get the shot. I, I think that I, that's what I was thinking. When you look at all the options on Monday Night Raw for Big E, this is one that's a dream match for him. This is one yep. that WWE is going to think as a as a big match. On paper, Yeah, because Goldberg is a big star. They're building Big E to big, be a big star. So it's just how they would make that work with both of them being baby faces and WWE not being the greatest place as of late to do a baby face versus baby face matchup. But on the other side, I think this is the Roman problem, honestly. They built Roman up so big, so powerful that literally only part-timers are considered big matchups for him. John uh. Cena, Brock Lesnar, The Rock, because I feel like people were more confident in what Roman Reigns was going to do at WrestleMania before last year's WrestleMania. They were more confident in what was going to happen at WrestleMania 38 before WrestleMania 37 for Roman mm. than they are now just four months away. And I thought that the big, the big idea was for him to verse Brock in Dallas because a hundred, a hundred thousand seats. I wouldn't have done the match in Saudi Arabia. I, I would have, I would have done the return at, at uh SummerSlam and do some type of like do the bloodline versus Brock or Brock and somebody else at Saudi do some type of way where you have, you get Roman and Brock in the ring with each other, but you've kind of soiled a potential WrestleMania matchup by doing it in Saudi Arabia with the finish that you already gave us. And you kind of gave us a lot of the good segments between the three central characters of Roman Brock and Heyman in this already. So by the time we get to WrestleMania, there's going to be a lot of fans that not only are tired of the Brock versus Roman matchup being three times at WrestleMania, they're going to be tired of the storyline because it's been going on for seven months. I do, I do think there are twists and turns to be had in that story. I think there's more, but it's just, you know, you're relying on WWE to do it well, um, which, of course, is 
always up in the air with long stories, basically. Um, I, I do think it was on purpose. Jeff Hardy was close, but no cigar last week. I do think he's going to get a shot in the near future. Again, if that's day one or the rumble, I think that's a really good kind of uh, placeholder, if you like, for Roman, because fans are invested in Jeff. The match would be good, you know, with Jeff kind of doing whatever the hell he'll do to try and get that last bit of glory. So that's cool. And then, okay, maybe you fit Drew in somewhere, but uh, and Brock, like, who knows? But either way, we'll know what we're kind of waiting for. We're waiting to get to the Rock at some stage. Like, if it's going to be not this mania coming, the one after. That's a long time um, where you need a real opposing force against him. And outside of McIntyre on SmackDown, there aren't too many really obvious plays here. You know, uh, we, we had them, but uh, yeah, WWE seemed to get rid of them. Anyway, what other news have we got SP3 to get through before we let some questions loose? Got some questions loose. Uh, well, we got to talk about Elias's uh, plans being yep. scrapped and uh, change. Of course, we want to hear from all of y'all. WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. We could talk more about Brock Lesnar or Elias or Roman Reigns for that matter. But as far as Elias, WrestleVotes was the one that reported on this one. And they said that there was no end plan for those uh, Elias vignettes that we saw just a f- couple of months back where he was burying the old musician gimmick and uh, Elias was supposed to be reborn again. And it was simply to kill off the musician gimmick. However, it was also noted that a plan for an initial rebranding a number of weeks ago, a number of weeks ago had Elias looking similar to Randy Savage in his repackaging with uh, colorful trunks and a beard. Visic man and his pals apparently didn't like the idea. So it's uh, now back to square one for uh poor old Elias. I I've met Elias and interviewed him and I liked him very much. He's very switched on. The guy is big in the flesh. That guy's got big arms. Huge. Yeah. Um uh he, he's just a very jovial kind of uh good charisma about him. He's got everything you could hope for, really, in having someone be a big part of the show. Mm-hmm. I I don't find it hard to believe that WWE did this, but like to kill, to assassinate a character with nothing on the horizon, just like well, we've got to get rid of this guy, and we'll just keep him off TV. Like they're paying this man. That's weird. Um, just sit off TV, and you know we'll think of something eventually. That's not a spot you want to be in with WrestleMania season approaching. It's really not. Um, no idea what's in the foreground for him, uh, or what Elias could do. He was wasted horrendously in a feud with Jackson Riker. Nobody gave a flying about Riker and Elias, not one. You won't see no flying past this screen, none. They were like a team, or a I don't know, he was like his roadie, or he idolized him, whatever that weird (laughs) stuff was. He wanted to walk with Elias, he was a walk. They did it for like a month. And they were like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Just how laughable it is that they thought that they'd put enough stock or investment into that story where when they flipped, they'd go, 
Jackson Riker's a baby face. The crowd were like, oh, you know, Elias has done Jackson Riker dirty for so No, he hadn't. He hadn't even had a chance to do him dirty for so long. Like, what is this? It was just, it was awful. It was awful. That One of the worst turns. And they were forcing... I'm, sorry, I'm not sad that he's gone. Anyway, that, that was terrible. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There was a time where Elias was hot. We all know this, right? He had a lot going for him, but he was always the butt of a feud. Hello? You need a wee? We're potty training, my youngest. Can you go? Can you tell mummy? There you go. Mummy's calling you. Hi, Hi Harper. What are you doing? Harper! Good stuff. I mean, I don't know if you can... They're just lingering. Baba, good girl. Go on, hit the bricks. <laughs> Get upstairs, you. Good girl. My little <sighs> McCarthy run in. I love Listen. it every single time. Pop, Daddy, me. I need a wee. Uh, she, we went, she had a wee at McDonald's. She had a wee just when we did the bath before this show. Like, how many wees do you need? Anyway, um, what was what, I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Elias. <laughs> it, he was hot at one point, but yes. man, they've just they've just kind of butchered um, the momentum that you had, and you got to start again. And it's like, I better think of a good idea because there was there was nothing wrong with the other idea, really. I, you don't you don't want them to lean into it too much, but why why couldn't that have been the foundation? I don't know. I mean, it was giving me kind of Mordecai vibes. So I mean, and and to be fair. This was the same around the same time that they were running a whole grave gimmick on NXT, and it, that led to the return of Dakota Kai, and she's done absolutely zero to follow up with that besides doing this, like a few times. Like, like that's 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 the the, the extent of her spending a couple of weeks in a graveyard is that she does this this <sighs> now. It, it, it's it's like it's like Will Smith taught her how to how to back down billies. Just mind your business. That's uh, all. Uh, just, uh, just mind your business. <laughs> I I hope everyone like me gets that. I really do. I really do. Um <laughs> I I don't know man. It's it's tough. Like he's another talent at WWE have got on their roster. I'm just not doing anything with it. It's it's, it's frustrating, man. Like, and if it comes to the time where it's like, you know, WWE released Elias, it's going to be like, what a waste. Because there was a lot there. 
There really was. Uh, it's guys. not at the realm of. I'm sorry. It's not at the realm of possibility anymore because we've seen guys like Elias, who you look at, guys and girls that we look at, and we say, "This is the type of person WWE would sign. This is the type of person WWE would put some stock into, put some investments into, have a push for." We've been seeing that hasn't panned out too well. Bray Wyatt, Ron Strowman, Nia Jax. These are all names of people that a year ago we would have said, no, WWE will never release them. They've been released. So we know that Elias, this is not the best news for him right now. Yeah, I think I've said this before. The tweet I had was like, how can you have Alistair Black, Keith Lee, and Andrade off TV? How can you have those three talents and not do anything with them. And here we are today. They're not even in WWE. Jesus. Mind your business. Uh, listen. <laughs> it's making me laugh. Uh, we're on the home straight here, guys. If you have questions for the boys, let us know. Uh, hit the Daily Boys with whatever's on your mind. I don't care if it's wrestling related. Whatever you like. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to give you 10 minutes to hit us with any kind of question. Wrestling related. Every day, I don't care. Whatever it is, hit us with your questions. I did see one earlier. SB3, where was the infamous picture of all the wrestling YouTubers taken? I assume it was a restaurant, but I didn't recognize it. Um, I want to say One Street Diner. Uh, it was about like 10 minutes from uh, Tarjay Center. And I had to walk past the, the Marriott where Eddie Guerrero passed away to get to, mm. to, get to Tarjay Center. So, so that that's my little factoid. It's like hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, it, <laughs> is it not the Target Center? Is this I, just I, the long, uh, this used to be this guy on NBA <laughs> TV that used to have right. like like a show, and every time he's a Timberwolves fan, he called Target Center Tar J Center. So that's what all I right. call it. I call always right. called it Tar J Center. I didn't know if I'd missed something. You know, I just <laughs> just gotta check in. Just gotta check he's in. He's like, he's like, they went French or something. <laughs> um, Sat E Niangi E stands for eavesdropper tonight. Um, yeah, uh, it's the Friday before Christmas, which is what the 23rd. Yes, it is. Well, no, it's the 24th, actually. Is that New Year's Eve? Um, yeah, that's Christmas that Eve. So it's the Eve. Thursday. It's the Thursday before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. The 23rd. The 23rd. So what the, what's going on with this Christmas episode is we're going to do what, what we did last year. Like we're going to have our end of year say, but there's also going to be a quiz. There is going to be a quiz between the four of us. Tiggy, a fan of the show, is going to come on and do the quiz. It's going to be a proper run thing. Uh, I've seen a vague run through of like the way he wants to do it. It's going to be cool. Um, so that should be really interesting for you guys to watch us for battle it out in a quiz uh, for the Christmas throne. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 23rd. Good question. Um, CM, Chris, what are daily boys? How are you both? What are you doing this weekend? Much love to you both. SB3, what are you doing this weekend, man? A true Hill Heat tomorrow. Got kids and they're going to be two in March. So probably going to do some Christmas shopping for them and the, yep. and the, and the misses. I probably got to get something else for more than one gift for you misses. That's a, that's a tip for everyone. But yeah, that's <laughs> what I plan on, uh, on doing. Yeah. True Hill Heat and, uh, getting stuff situated for Christmas season. I, uh, I'm going to get my tree up. That's going to happen this weekend. The kids are like all over me, like, are we going to decorate the tree? I'm like, oh, f 
Um, so that's going to happen. I'm going to play football Sunday. So I haven't played football in like a month because I've been, you know, I've been traveling loads and working. So um, I've only, I w- I've been hitting the gym the past couple of days though, getting back at it. I'm going to play football on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I, I was off work uh, yesterday, today, and I've got the weekend off. And then I've got Monday off because I'm going to watch Ricky Gervais live. So that's cool. Like this year, they're, they're my, nice. two favorites. My, fa- my two favorite stand-ups are pretty much Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais, who are well different, but I like their styles equally. Um, so I'm going to go do that Monday night. So I've got a nice stretch of time off that I'm enjoying. But um, yeah, the reason that my setup is me on the couch and the living room's all different because we've been sorting some stuff out. There's some, yeah, we bought a couple of new TVs um, that we've had, yeah, putting TVs up sucks. Anyway, that's pretty much what I'm up to. And and this just reminded me, I've been slacking this week. I won't next week. I will bust out some Christmas uh, sweaters, probably on Wednesday. Oh, me too. Probably only on Wednesdays with Alex, but yeah, not, not every day I'm on here. But yeah, Wednesdays yeah, you know, for sure. hey, you know me, I I take that the sweater game serious. So, um, there you go. What, um, when did we send each other presents last year? I can't remember. Did you get yours before I, Christmas? Did yeah. I get it to you before Christmas? I did. Yeah, I think I got mine. I got mine to you like a couple of days before Christmas. I think. Ah, you sent me first. I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like maybe like a, a week or two before. But yeah, listen. There, you, there you go. Then we'll do. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Uh, that, that's the game this year. Then right. I'll I'll yeah. I'll hit you again. But we'll make it surprise sweaters. That's the game. All right. Uh, I love it. E vampire says, "How are you both? I'm I'm really good now. I was really re- I've been I've been ill for like I think I was moaning to SB three all." the time i was in new york i was not well um but i powered through and it's only the past like two or three days that i feel better man so i'm back sb3 you i'm doing well thank you for asking eve vampire that's uh that's very sweet of you to ask i am do- i'm doing great on a friday happy to there be here go. there you go uh hector rodriguez I, I know you're the aztec warrior but i very much like saying your name uh when will you go back to the one hour format that is the golden question um <laughs> I don't know if it's imminent, but it's been discussed. That's the best way I can put it. Um, as I, I think I've said this before, there's a whole different bunch of metrics that people, not us basically, people who run the channel yeah. are kind of um, ciphering through to see what fits best. What's re- you know the retention rate? It all goes into how the channel makes money and stuff. Boring stuff for you guys. Uh, and I'm sure you're a bit like, just go back to an hour. I'd love to go back to an hour. Me and SP3 have said this before. Um, I know Steph feels the same, and I think Sat would love to have more chance to elongate his words. See what I'm doing with the E? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I I would look out for it in the new year. I don't think anything will change before Christmas. That's my my candid thoughts on that. Um, Iceman1181 says, when do you think Tommy End will just be Tommy End again? Never, probably. Um... (laughs) Hey, Tommy M was great, right? We all know that. Um, especially like his UK indie run was phenomenal. Um, I think the black name has uh, has got the equity now. You know what I mean? He's built that. I think he's with that. I don't see him kind of reverting as cool as it would be. I guess I guess Pack did, but I don't. Yeah, I don't see it 
I don't see it in Tommy's case. What do you think, SP3? The the name chains kind of fit well with the character that he's trying to present. So, you know, he can he can be Tommy he can be Tommy N to you as long as you want him to be. But as far as him, he's just gonna be Malachi Black because that fits in with what he's trying to present. Yeah, bring back uh Claudio Castiglieri, well, you know, Claudio Castanoli. Yeah, bring him back when he used to come to, to the ring with like seven different layers and three different ties and say, Hey, <laughs> bring them all back. Uh, any predictions for Winter is Coming episode next week? You, you know what? I, oh my god, my daughter's here again. Come here. <laughs> I've um, invasion. I've got a sneaky feeling that Daniel Brian Danielson actually wins. I don't think Brian Danielson wins. I think uh, Hangman becomes the first one to uh, beat Brian Danielson in AEW. Hey! Can you say hello? Hello. hello. There you go. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, she's, I don't, she, sometimes I think she's not mine. Oh, well, look at you. You're cute. Yeah, yeah. The ratings Ooh. just shot up because of you. Yeah, that's it. Who's who's Daddy's favorite person in the world? Hmm. Him, SP3. <laughs> Did you just point at him? <laughs> that's, that's the sweetest. Right. That's the sweetest no, comment no. ever. You're hey, the best. Listen, <laughs> listen. Who loves you the most? Daddy. Daddy. Who's who's my favorite person in the world? Yeah, it's you and Harper. It's not SP3. It's you and Harper. Yeah. Uh, who's the best? You. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, there you I, go. I, I, I teach self worth in this house. That's what I do. Good girl. What are you doing? Did you go to the toilet? Yeah. You did? What are you doing now? Huh? You don't know. She's being a star. Yeah, she is. She's running it. You, uh, who do you think is going to win the Rumble? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Anderson ain't going to win no Rumble, Hallie. Listen, um, do you want to go and get your tablet? Go on, go upstairs to bed. Hey, 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 hey. Mm. Mm. Oh, Google Gaga. <laughs> Come get it. This is quality television, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Going upstairs. <laughs> Apologies. Guys! Um, yeah. Oh, look I, at all I, the I, comments. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Everybody they are, loves they it. Are, they are the greatest thing that could ever happen to you. I promise. Anyway, um, so my sneaky suspicion was that maybe, um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think, obviously, Paige wins. But I just keep getting this sneaky feeling like it's not, I don't know. I don't think it'd be like a one and done, you know? Like, something's going to be up. I don't know quite what, but. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be if, some shenanigans. If you want my wildest prediction, AEW tries to keep on the theme of Winter is Coming for dramatic surprise debuts. And Winter is Coming, we see the debut of Johnny Gargano. Five days yeah. after he leaves WWE. Yeah. I mean, that's wild, but it's not wild as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's real. I, 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 it's it's real. very after real. The, after the year we've had, it's realistic. It's just very real. Um, when's O'Reilly done? When's the exact date? I think the end of the year he's done. Okay. Because I know Johnny's done the tenth. He's well. He's yeah. We'll get so, he's done. So, I so think it's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. five five days. He has five. He will. He'll, 
make his debut five days after leaving WWE. God damn it. And he'll challenge, uh, he'll challenge Sammy Guevara, and he will end 2021 as TNT champion. That's my wildest prediction. You're just adding shit. Uh, all right. Frantic World says, do you guys think WWE will try and keep Gargano, O'Reilly, Champa, and Thatcher? They can try, but I don't think they're going to try as hard as they should. And I think the first two are already gone. Um, no idea what the deal with Champa and Thatcher is. As far as Champa kind of told me in London is that I think Thatcher's doing stuff behind the scenes, or he was like, you know, he's almost like a coaching role, which again is too soon to put Thatcher out to Pasta. Like he's got a lot to give. Um, so it's hard though, because with Triple H away, you know, it's it's a difficult how can you really find his space behind the scenes? So I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Champer obviously still in a prominent position. What do you think, SB3? Yeah, I mean, definitely I think the first two should go. And 100% O'Reilly has a place for him already in AEW, waiting and ready, and a money matchup that's a lot more interesting than anything yep. he would be doing on 2.0 coming out to Von Wagner's music. Johnny Gargano is a little bit different because there's other parts going there. You know, he's got a wife. He's got a kid on the way. Uh, his wife is still contracted to the company till probably the end of 2022. He has a close relationship with Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And he's kind of he I think that he had under his his mind that he was going to spend the rest of his career in NXT and then probably take Shawn Michaels spot in the backstage area in the future. So Gargano is the the little bit that's the mystery to me. As far as uh Ciampa, I don't know when his deal is going to be up. And whenever his deal is up, they're going to add more time to it because he's to have a lot of time off due to injury. So so I can see him being there for quite a bit to the end of his run because of all those injuries. I can see him having one full two, three more years in NXT and then calling it quits and then becoming one of the backstage, uh, you know, that that power group of Triple mm. H and become a part of that. Thatcher, I could see something similar, but I 100% agree with you. It's too soon for Timothy Thatcher to be a, a trainer, 100%. I wish they had more guys like Dustin Rhodes in NXT, who's, yeah. who's a trainer, who helps out, who's also an agent, who can also wrestle in the ring. They can't do him like they did Cassius Ono when Cassius Ono oh. was doing that role and he jobbed out to pretty much everybody except for well, no, I, I know was was doing it in NXT UK. I, I saw yeah. him but when I went to train um at the UK performance center, like Ono was there and yeah, it was just like if I before I saw him, I was like, I forgot you was around, man. You know what I mean? Just because the way that they kind of treated him, but yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's know. a shame. It's it's a weird one. I, I feel like if I that the thing I used to feel like the, the bond between Triple H and Shawn Michaels and some of their talent, because so many of them have kind of hit the wrong end of the stick now. I think even Triple H is probably saying, just go. <laughs> I, I think if he likes them, he's probably saying, seriously, just do it for yourself, go. Um, yeah, I, I hope he's selling that to Kyle O'Reilly. I do. Yo, Kyle O'Reilly, like, do y'all not remember the beginning of this year? I feel like not a lot of fans remember the beginning of this year when we all thought Kyle O'Reilly was going to become NXT champion. Huge. Yeah. Now, now he is he is in a tag team where he's the sidekick to a guy named Vaughn Wagner. Uh, that is that 
that is the biggest fall from grace that I have seen this year. And there's been a quite a few, especially in WWE. For anyone that's still signed with the company, that's the biggest fall from grace. I mean, it, it's wild because yeah, I, I saw someone ask in the chat, you know, could there be an Undisputed Era reunion? Um, I, I actually think you just get Red Dragon back together. You let Adam Cole do his thing with the Super Elite. And then you maybe just intertwine every now and again. But you've got Fish and O'Reilly. Let them do their thing. Just let them do their thing. Um, that's a great tag team to add to a great division. Yeah. Uh, as Sat says, we do gifts. Well, me and me and SB3 do, or did, last year. You want to get in on this? Like, I don't know how we make a freeway work. Um, you know, I'm sure we could. And if you want to get involved, let us know. Let us know. Uh, what else we got going on there? If Gargano resigns, he should ask for a no-cut clause. The first person who ever gets a no-cut clause will be revolutionary in WWE. Nobody's mm-hmm. got it at the moment. Nobody. Yeah. But it will be just like when guaranteed money came into play and all of this stuff. Like, the day that happens, wow. Um, I mean, if he's smart and he wants to stay with the company, that's the way to go. But I don't think the company is going to be into that type of idea. I don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, oh, it was actually a, uh, Sat who said that. Do you think it'll be? Do you think there'll be an undisputed era revival? No, I actually don't think there will. But they'll just kind of tease it. Um, I think. I think we could get undisputed elite. I think okay, you could just do Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish, and have them against the the elite. That's a money matchup. Oh my god, that's the type. That's the type. That's that's I a mean, six man that could main event a pay per Yeah. Well, lest we forget, right? The, um, WWE left a, a boatload of money on the table when they decided to not have the Undisputed Era on the main roster or even just like cross over to the main roster and take on when the Shield was around or New Day or like, you know, you could or find a full man. Like they, there's a lot of money left on the table there. I don't think uh, AEW would make the same mistakes. No. Anyway, with that said, we're going to bring a close to another week of uh, wrestling Daily, we thank you very much for joining us tonight. We're just going 40 minutes. That's what I did with Steph yesterday. We're doing it today. We're running long. I'm sorry. Um, we appreciate you all. And Mocha Mondays is where we'll kick off the week next week, 3 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. UK time. Remember, Sat E. Niangi is here on the Monday with SB3. But SB3 is busy this weekend with True Hill Heat. Yes, 11.05 a.m., 4.05 p.m. UK, uh, True Hill Heat YouTube channel, True Hill Heat 154, with special guest Steven Jensen of Fightful Wrestling, one of the smartest guys in wrestling media. So check us out. We'll be previewing NXT War Games, talking about the week that was over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, as well as we'll do a watch-along for NXT War Games on Sunday as well. So a lot to take in from the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Lovely stuff. And with that said, guys, I will speak to you next week. Of course, you know where to find us both on Twitter. We like to chat and engage. If you've got something to say, hit us up. But until then, it's the Daily Boys. And we are out for another week here on Wrestling Daily.